Welcome to another episode of the CDW Life Nuggets Podcast with Pastor Cher B. Winkley, where the Word of God is the foundational truth that we believe and live. It's life for our spiritual and practical application. Tune in, hear the Word, and prepare to be empowered to manifest and maximize life. And now, a message from Pastor Cher D. Winkley. Hello there, and thank you so much for joining CDW Life Nuggets. I pray that your day and week had been well so far. Um, I thank God for you being faithful listeners and partners with our podcast. I know that um, it has been a blessing to your life, especially as we deal with this week pastoring during a pandemic. We have had um, pastors to share their hearts about specific topics, and um, I know for a fact that you have been informed and empowered and encouraged Um, with what is going on, how pastors feel about this pandemic, the adjustments and the shifts that they have had to make, and um, how you can be of better support in that. And today, we have Pastor Marcus D. King, who is um, a very uh, prominent preacher in the DFW area. Um, He is the pastor of Disciple uh, Central Community Church, DC3. And he um, is very well known, very active, plugged in in, in the community. And, uh, and I really want to hear from him as we talk today on the topic of the connections that matter. Um, there are many things that people are trying to do to ensure that they're, you know, covered and safe and doing the right things. And I know that he has uh, a wealth of knowledge in terms of what is necessary to make sure that, that we have the connections that matter, that matter. So, Pastor King, thank you so much for joining us. Well, glad to be here today. Thank you for the invitation. Look forward to the conversation. Absolutely. So I want to get right to it. Um, You know, as as I just stated, COVID-19 has caused us to make some major adjustments, not only uh, where our lives are concerned, but just where church is concerned and and, uh, families are concerned. There are people that are uh, disconnected in many ways. And um, it's so easy to connect to the to the news report and to uh, different pastors via social media because everybody's going live every other second, which is good in terms of getting the gospel out. Um, but there is a longing for those that are a part of churches, sheep, um, to be fed and to receive something. And so I want to talk about the connections that matter. I want to deal with uh, this in four parts, um, dealing with our connectivity with our families with the um the churches and the shepherds and uh with our communities and that with that with the government as well and so just to um kind of start it off what have you um experienced in terms of and I know your church has done social media prior but what have you experienced differently in terms of connectivity and making sure you have those proper alignments since covid-19 uh well when we start talking about uh family or church, I mean, we could go either way with that. I would start with family because that's, you know, first ministry. And I would say with family time, uh, spending more time together, you know, in worship, of course, at church, I mean, at home, uh, doing that, spending more time, you know, getting to know one another and resting and relaxing and being together. So I think that is what, because when that, when the church, you know, uh, that we lead, uh, if God ever just removed that, then, you know, 
the first ministry is there. So I think making sure that family is strong and then mm-hmm. connecting with the actual church. Um, and those several things that, you know, we're looking at doing with, you know, the systems that we have in place. One of the things that God kind of had to remind me probably about maybe three or four days in, I'm thinking about, you know, what, what transitions, changes we want to have. And really, you've you just put me back to the vision and the mission of our church. That mm-hmm. if the vision is what he gave me, if the mission is what he gave us, should I say, to walk through it, then connect with that and then connect with your, 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 uh, first of all, you know, we, we, it's, it's practical, but it's realistic. Being connected with the Holy Spirit during this time is the most important thing I think, uh, of course. I can do. And with that, sliding into connecting with yourself. Because you got to know who God is calling you to be as a leader mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and calling you what to do. And then from there, you can then connect with all the other aspects of leadership, your volunteers, your staff, uh, all your financial people, those kind of areas. So our pastoral care has, has gone to another level. And I think mm-hmm. that's one of the main things is taking care of the people and making sure that they're good. So, so I would, you know, there's more I could say about it, but, but those are some of the key pieces right now that we just kind of honed in on to make sure that we're, yeah. or what we need to be connected, connectivity-wise. That's good. Um, just, just going back on the, the topic of the family, um, I completely agree that the family is the first ministry, uh, is the first ordained institution in scripture, if you will. Um, and and it is important to because churches are made up of families, somebody's mother, somebody's wife, somebody's husband, somebody's father, somebody's son and daughter. Um, and so it's important for us to uh, minister to that um, first. You know, I, I want you to talk to um, a person who because sometimes when you're present but not present or you're working all the time or you're away from home all the time or, you know, uh, for itinerant ministers and pastors, they're. Uh, on the road all the time or so on and so forth, being at home every single day with a family that you may love, but you are slightly unfamiliar with could seem foreign. You know, you don't really know practical things to plug in with your children, to plug in with your spouses, um, so on and so forth. What would you say to a a husband, wife, um, you know, a mother or father who has had that previous experience of not really being home much and now being home now as to how they can develop that connectivity with their family or um, how they can make sure that they are present uh, emotionally, mentally, you know, in those ways to support their family members. And, uh, I think one thing is if, if you had that problem before, then this is on exposing what you should have been doing prior to. Uh, That's good. And, and that means something was out of balance because even with your, with the calling, there's still, you know, responsibility. And you have mm-hmm. to know the flow and the rhythm of your family, the rhythm of your children, the rhythm of mm-hmm. your marriage. And even if you're single, uh, with, with a child, uh, those, those rhythms that you have, you can't just say that church does that, that pastor does that. You have to know your family and, I would say work from that foundation uh, and, and communicate, sit down, get an understanding of, hey, what is it that we've done well? 
what is it that we're not doing so well? What is it that I'm doing well? What is it I'm not doing well? And have some honest conversations. And mm-hmm. you have a, a, a needs assessment. And after you do that, I think then you begin to uh, check the boxes and begin to work on those areas and see how to navigate through that. I don't, I don't think there's just one way to do that. I think it's something right. that you have to build communication on and, and based on uh, the, the health and the maturity of the relationships that are involved. So I think, I think first of all, that and getting evaluation, uh, then two, uh, be willing to be uh, flexible. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, God brings us home uh, and shuts things down because there's something else he wants to do uh, during mm-hmm. that season. And so many times we could be dreaming about the road and not taking care of home like we need to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was mm-hmm. I was thinking about, especially during this time, you can work more uh, than than when you're actually on the road and when you're actually you know involved in being at the church because you know right. you're strategizing, you're thinking, you're praying, your own prayer calls, your own conference calls, uh, doing this and that. You're you know ministering words here and there and. You can be at home physically, but not here mentally. Uh, and yeah. so I think having some boundaries for yourself and, and also with, with the family, being able to do that because homeschooling is going on, uh, meals mm-hmm. have to get done. This is a whole nother, whole nother piece that's taking place. So I just think right. you just have to look at those things, work through those things, be honest with yourself. And be honest mm-hmm. with those in the household with you, so you can create a plan that works for you. That's so good, and and not be, I would say, not be fearful to have those conversations and um, to do those self assessments. It sounds as if that you're saying to better that home and family dynamic, um, because right now, and and even though it becomes secondary to other things of which it shouldn't, but right now that's the consistent base that you have. Um, and as people of God, it's, it's our job to make sure that we are good stewards over uh, that unit that God has blessed us with. And so uh, that's good. That is so good to to hear. Um, and in lieu of connectivity with church, I know that you know most pastors and shepherds um, that you want to be able to touch your sheep and be there and have physical presence uh, with your people. How has this distance um, affected? you and your sheep and you know what are what are some practical things that you all are doing aside from social media to stay connected um emotionally with with your people yeah i think once again this season uh exposes what how healthy you were leading before Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. because if, if you were not pastoring your people and just preaching to your people, just being a resident evangelist to your people, uh, in those kind of areas, then the disconnect is only going to be magnified during this time. And so I think yeah, we can see how well what we actually connected before. And then, you know, once again, it goes with those conversations. The conversations, one is understanding what the expectations of your people are during the season. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what are the expectations? Because you could be thinking they expect one thing from you and mm-hmm. they don't expect that from you because they may be good on that or vice versa. So so the communication, so some of the things we've been doing, once again, 
Uh, one, like I said, starts with my staff because uh, it needs to come from the head down. So start with my staff. We meet more. We meet every week now as opposed to twice a month. Uh, so we mm-hmm. can make sure we stay connected. The people that they are responsible for, uh, they meet with them. Then, you know, they, they connect with them. I meet with my key people, so, so, such as ministers and deacons. Um, and then uh, we, we also, you know, we don't meet every week, but we'll meet at least, you know, once or twice a month, uh, mm-hmm. you know, maybe one more time than we often do. So we can get a pulse of, okay, how are the people doing? How are the ministries doing? Et cetera, That's et cetera. The prayer, the prayer calls, we were not doing prayer calls every single day. We would do them when we would, you know, be on a fast or doing something like that. But uh, during this, this time, uh, for our senior adults or those who don't do social media, we do social media prayer calls at the same time as our uh, on, I mean, on phone, phone prayer line. And I think mm-hmm. that piece helps them stay connected and then giving them the opportunity to call the church if they need to inbox, uh, talk, uh, email, whatever the case, they can have a live person to talk with. And then we have, you know, people that will go to their house and drop stuff off or, or they can get it. Connected. So making, sure, making sure people are feeling love and not a number mm-hmm. uh, is, is that. But even with that, you know, having, you know, quite a few uh, members to do that with, you, you have to do that. So just over-communicating, even if they get sick of it, uh, when they say, you know, you send a lot of emails, then we know we're doing good. If they're not responding. Right, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if they ain't sent the emails, then we ain't doing a good job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the emails and Zoom calls and text messages yeah. and calls. And, yeah. mm-hmm. that's, that, that's good. If you ain't, if you I, ain't, I ain't tired that... of seeing it come through, we ain't reaching. Go ahead. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, I know that you are prior to um, COVID-19 or really plugged into the community. And um, if, if and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think you've served on the um, the Chamber of Commerce before or that you possibly do now in the um, Dallas NAACP, but you're really plugged in, into the community um, with, you know, business, small businesses and churches and pastoral, pastoral leadership of pastors rather, ministers, so on and so forth, a lot of times, especially during a pandemic, people are leery of plugging into those type of opportunities because either one, they don't have sufficient enough information or um, two, they don't trust um, the community or governmental or however you put it, leadership. Um, What is some advice that you would give to small businesses and, and pastors um, and in lieu of gathering information and applying it to what's necessary as we go throughout this pandemic? Well, I mean, there's a lot of information that we can get that can be clear, uh, it's easy to access, and, you know, it's at our fingertips. We don't have to go off of what other people say or, or this thing. So I, I, I encourage uh, for small businesses to deal with your chamber of commerce or your economic development corporation. Contact them. Uh, get information from them. Uh, like say within the city of DeSoto, which I live, you know, the faith page, the mayor or, or the city is putting information every day about not what only is going on in the city, uh, but what's taking place countywide. Uh, those mm-hmm. are the things. And then once again, uh, preparation for these moments happen 
when you don't get in the crisis trying to look for information. When you've built relationships prior to the crisis, it then mm-hmm. makes any any season that you're going through, uh, you don't have to have a new, you know, have an introduction. It's, hey, we're already familiar with one another. Now my trust level uh, is better, or I understand mm-hmm. that you may not be the person I get information from. One of the worst things that right. can happen is you, you have a leader that doesn't know what they're talking about, and they're giving you bad information and poor leadership, and you don't really know how poor that is until you get connected with them, or they're leading the country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, right. <laughs> yeah. So so I think some, some of those things and those connections, uh, from a small standpoint, if that was your question, uh, if you want to know, you know, information about those things. Yeah. And then another piece would be uh, the banks that you deal with. Uh, your mm-hmm. bank mm-hmm. is a source of information uh, that you can get information from. And the person that you bank with, especially if you passed, you got a loan, you should have some type of relationship with the people that you bank with. Uh, so they can give you clearer information. But then even with your banker, you need somebody around them who can clarify uh, what you're right, right. saying so your bank ain't trying to get over on you. So it's a lot of relationships, right. a lot of connections you need to have. That, that's so important. I think that, you know, when you, especially with being quarantined and, and being shut in and things being shut down, so on and so forth, it it's it's slightly difficult, if you will, to encourage people to build and maintain those healthy connections um, that will benefit, you know, and because of that, if the opposite of that is that you feel isolated or you feel lonely, you feel like you're in a world by yourself trying to figure out how, as a pastor, are we going to maintain, you know, finances and going to encourage our people and, and you know, um, an active uh, part of the family unit? How are we going to, you know, be around the same people every day and not um, have, not be emotionally disconnected? Just those type things. And I think it's important for you all as listeners to know how important it is to maintain and build if you don't have healthy connections um, during this time, stay plugged in with your family and be prayerful about um, what things are broken. Because I think, as Pastor King said, some of this will just expose the brokenness that we haven't identified that we've just kind of threw blankets over because we didn't want to deal with them. So, you know, taking the time to really identify those broken places and and, uh, build the things that were really strong and make them stronger and identify the things that were weak um, in your families and in your churches, um, connecting with your sheep as pastors and doing those things necessary um, so that they can get to the point to where they're tired of receiving <laughs> emails and text messages and conference mm-hmm. calls. But then, as he said, you you know at that point you've done your job um, to make sure that you stay plugged in and stay connected as much as you can and then be aware um, of what's going on in the community and in the government and have people around you that have the uh, same knowledge and are in tune, and if not are aware of themselves, at least can translate uh, to you the the key things that you need to know. And so, Pastor, is there anything else that you want to pour into um, the the pastors or the leaders that may be listening um, about the connections that that they should hone in on during this pandemic? Well, I mean, I would just say, <clears throat> with connections, many times we can let uh, our our you know, religion get in the way 
tired, mm-hmm. and I'm mm-hmm. hatred get in the way, our feelings get in the way, prejudice get in the way. And at the end of the day, uh, we have to think from a business standpoint strategically to navigate through these times. You don't even have to like the person. But if they have something you can glean from, you have to get over yourself and look at what's best for the mission of going forward and working with different personalities uh, because, you know, there are some things that you can learn from anyone, any size church, any size, you know, uh, a ministry. So, So I would just encourage to drop some of the prejudices, drop some of the, you know, crazy competition stuff and learn so from one another because we are all on the same team. That's so good. We're, we're the body of Christ. And as Paul says, if you can say to us, but I have no need of you. Um, so that, that's, that's so good. Regardless of our, you know, denominations and our traditions and our preferences, um, at this, at this moment, we need to act as the body of Christ. And, and I agree with you. And that's, that is so great. I pray that you all have um, received what you needed to hear in terms of making sure that you identify those most important connections, if you will, and uh, the practical things that you need to do to stay connected, stay plugged in, and be a healthy connection. Um, make sure that you are a healthy connection in terms of being connected to your family, that you are uh, you know, not exuding those things that would create and cause negativity in a time like this, but that you are providing uh, healthy solutions and resources and being an additive to your family, to the kingdom, to your church, to your pastor, and support uh, to your leadership, to the community, however it is that God has commissioned you and and made you steward uh, over what he's made you steward over, that you're a healthy um, and positive additive to those things. So I pray that you all have been blessed. I know that you have. Pastor King, thank you so very much for taking your time out thank you very and much. sharing with us um, what the Lord lays on your heart in terms of those things that we need to identify. Before we get off, um, I'd like for you to share your information in terms of uh, your website, the church's information, so that people are able to uh, get connected with you. Uh, you can uh, join us on our website, DC, the number three online.org, www.dc3online.org. You can get us on Instagram, uh, Disciples of Community Church, or DC3Online, DC3Online, should I say. Uh, you can also uh, get us on YouTube, Disciples Central Community Church. And then uh, you have all of the kind of avenues, emails, and all that good stuff. But those three ways, you can check us out. Sunday services right now online are 8 a.m., 9.30 a.m., and 6 p.m. Amen. There are plenty of options. Hopefully you didn't miss any of those. If you did, feel free to rewind and make sure that you uh, write those down so that you can stay plugged in and connected, especially if you don't have a church home in the DeSoto area. Uh, I promise you that that's a church that you want to be a part of. So, Pastor King, thank you again so much. I appreciate you. Um, you, God bless you for being on. And uh, thank all of you for listening. I pray that this week has been a blessing to you as we've uh, discussed with pastors, pastoring during a pandemic. Uh, I would encourage you to share the podcast if you, as you have already and uh, listen to some of the replays just so you can hear the hearts of the leaders that are leading consistently during this pandemic. God bless you, and we will connect with you all soon as we have our next podcast.
Thank you for tuning in to the CDW Life Nuggets podcast. To get more information or if you want to hear a repeat broadcast, download the Share D Weekly Ministries mobile app on the App Store and also available on Google Play. Or you can visit shareweekly.org. May God bless you and heaven smile richly upon you. This has been another CDW Life Nuggets podcast. Until we meet again, remember to manifest and maximize life.